All right, the olive oil master, the olive oil hunter himself, TJ is back, but this one's different. This one's different. Of course, we educate you about the benefits of olive oil, but I'm in the kitchen with my wife, Marilee, and we are making a recipe well with TJ's help. Oh, but there's still some amazing education in there and some really funny moments. I think you're gonna enjoy the recipe, but I think you're gonna enjoy the whole show. This one's very special. You have to view it. Stay tuned to Cell TV. Hello everyone. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith. And today we welcome back the olive oil hunter, TJ Robinson. And we have a really fun episode for you today. We're shifting gears a bit and TJ will teach us how to select the best olive oil for your recipes. And he, Dr. Pampa and Marilee are going to demo a recipe featuring the best hand-selected olive oil in the world. And we'd love to hear about how this olive oil hunter has pivoted while his travel has been grounded in this past year. I can't wait to get started and watch this recipe in action. So let's welcome TJ Robinson, Dr. Pampa, Marilee, and enjoy. Welcome, guys. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Ashley, for the always great intro. Nice to see you guys. Happy New Year. Yep, it, it is a new year and uh, a new scene. We're in my kitchen, right? I mean, I, I can tell you, TJ, we, we've never done an episode from my kitchen. Uh, and we have the queen herself. We call her the matriarch in our family. Yeah, I'm the queen of the one pot meal. Yeah, she has a reputation, <laughs> TJ, the queen of the one pot meal. I'm not, I'm not kidding. That's her reputation. So this qualifies. This qualifies. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, I, I love it. I mean, you know, we're going to teach people a couple quick things today, but really they are vital to move. You know, they're moving into the new year. There are small changes you can make in your life that just have incredible impact. So, you know, obviously upgrading your oil and changing your oil, but also, you know, teaching people how to incorporate that in their lives is, is you know, my mission as the olive oil hunter. And Italy has just celebrated the best harvest of olives in the last 10 years. So we are just coming up with some very amazing recipes using fresh pressed olive oil direct from the harvest. So anyway, I know you got a set. So I know you guys- Well, you know, I, I have to say, I mean, I, that was actually said it in the intro, but it was one of my questions I had for you is, you know, with, with uh, COVID, I mean, what, what are you doing? I mean, you, you are the, the olive oil hunter and travel the world. I still, I still get your posts and it looks like you're traveling. We travel a lot. I'm not gonna, you know, really we haven't been slowed down because we have a purpose and a mission, but wh what have you been doing? How's it affected uh, the olive oil? Yeah, no, it's a World. fantastic question, you know, because I have spent so many years on the road uh, visiting with my producers, every season being there at the time of harvest, olives are fruit and every season is different. Olive trees produce way more fruit one year and the next year a low crop yield and then the next year a lot more fruit. So they were really lucky this year, for, for example, in Italy to have a really great harvest. And it really hurt my heart that I couldn't be there with them. Uh, unfortunately, I was unable to travel uh, into the, to the European Union. Um, but because of these very deep relationships I have and also boots on the ground, my sources that I use to help me find out who has the best crop of the year. And I've been doing this for about 
over a decade where I, my contacts on the ground say, you know what, this year, Central Italy, forget about it. You need to go to yeah. Sicily because in Sicily, they having amazing fruit. The climate there has been beautiful for olive production. Um, so these um, Duccio Moroto, my Italian olive oil milling friend and consultant, he has been tasting with me side by side for almost a decade. And he is an Italian. Uh, so he, you know, knows my palate, knows it well. And U.S., so DHL, UPS, like they've really done a great job of overnighting these samples from the groves. And it's been, uh, it's been a really interesting time, uh, FaceTime, a lot of FaceTime. Well, you know what? I was just doing a video not that long ago, and I sent people to get your oil, pompaoliveoil.com. We make it simple for everybody, and it hasn't changed. And um, you always do a special offer for my people, and I appreciate that. You've sent us these three oils, um, yes. and I, I guess you're going to use one of them in this, but I'll let you at least speak to you know these three into the regions. Um, but uh, this is, you know, look, I grew up in an Italian family, right? And in Marilee, actually. Did not. Well, yeah, but <laughs> you did have an Italian in her family that made the dressing that she always talks about Aunt Patty's dressing to this day. Yeah, my cousin Warren's yeah. mom makes and, an amazing salad dressing. And it was based on a lot of these, you know, same ingredients, at least that I could see. Well, I need not. to grab the oregano. Yeah, okay. Actually, that's the oh. one thing she uses a lot of. Uh, but anyway, yeah. so this is a staple. You can make this. I mean, you, you can make a lot of things because it applies to so many things, obviously salad, but even beyond that, chicken, whatever. But uh, that, that's kind of your message, right? With this, uh, what we're going to show today. Absolutely. I mean, you know, bottled dressings, and you can speak to this, you're the health expert, not me, I'm the taste guy. But, you know, the, the ingredient list on the bottle of store-bought dressing is just, you know, arm length long, and you can't understand what are all these gums in there, stabilizers, horrible health depleting fats, like, yep. you know, it, it's a serious, you know, it's a serious situation um, because they've had to make them over time shelf stable. And this is a really a vinaigrette is a, at, um, at its very least, if you keep it very simple, it's just vinegar and oil, kind of like what you grew up with, Marilee. Now, of course, there are additions, right? So depending on what you're making. And yes, you, you can absolutely use vinaigrettes as a marinade. So think about that when you're, if you have this vinaigrette, this all-purpose vinaigrette that we were going to make together and you have it in the fridge and you throw out some, some chicken breast, for example, you can take a couple tablespoons of that and place on the chicken breast and marinate that for a couple hours before you actually grill it or, you know, whatever, roast it. And it'll really just pop the flavor because you've got great acid in there, which helps break down the, the fibers of the protein. You've got fat in there that gives it a great flavor. And then depending on the additions we add into it, those just are flavor enhancers. Um, so yeah, we, we well, definitely want to go through it, but there are a million um, uses for vinaigrette not only, I know you're the queen of the one pot meal, like for example, if you roast some vegetables and you take them out of the oven, of course you can put salt on there. But one nice thing is to take a couple tablespoons of this all purpose vinaigrette and drizzle over your vegetables and kind of toss them around prior to serving them. These are just, I like to call them little flavor hats. They're like these little packets that are, have like multiple things inside. They're like little health hacks and, and flavor hacks 
that you can start to incorporate uh, in, in your one pot meals or 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 more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. You know what? I'm gonna start calling it the one pot punch meal. <laughs> I, 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 that fits your personality. I like it. I like it does. It. So yes, I mean, as far as the the season goes, and as far as the oils go, Dr. Pompa, I always have a mild, a medium, and a bold in every trio. So that means the polyphenol typically the polyphenol count increases as you go mild, medium, and bold. And how do you pair olive oil with with um, either food or in vinaigrettes? How like do you use the mild for vinaigrettes or do you use the bold for vinaigrettes? I'd like to explain that. And essentially, milder olive oils, such as the one here from Sicily, which is still pretty bold compared to most people's standards. Uh, so wait, um, which one? Which one is that? I have this is the Salvatore Cutrera. And okay, I don't okay. know if you've got to taste this one or not, but we can, we can, uh, you know, I, we don't actually have to do a formal tasting, but I'm going to, I can't like have it in front of me without having a, a smell. So I've got a little tasting cup. I know I've taught your people before how to taste olive oil. Do you want to see? Give I have my little way Here's his formal tasting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Don't get that on your shirt. You always get me in trouble with your wife for you ruining your shirt. <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah, he does. So, oh, wow, it smells amazing. I'm like, yeah, but no, it is. It's it's it is mild. Now I I opened this one the other day because I did. Uh, I have a closed uh, group. Yes, my daughter did a recipe, and I opened this one, and I mm. I did the, what I just did on camera, and it was. It was a three choker, right? So again, gauging the polyphenols on how many times you cough. I cough three times. So I know the polyphenols on this one are smoking high. In this one, right? I can't see yeah. the, the screen, the green label, this right? One, this one is the- um, That's the strong one. Yeah, the 220 extra volatile. Yeah. yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, so this, this one. This this one went down smoothly and, had, and, and it's a little grassy and it had a, a punch at the end, but not, not like that one. Not yeah, like the, I polyphenol count, the polyphenol count in this one is over 500. So I, I is, said that. It, I said it, that in my video. Well, which is really interesting. Normally, and I don't want to confuse people, but normally higher polyphenol, I call the bold oil. But this time I slotted it in the medium slot. So it's really interesting. You tasted, you know, the polyphenol. I just thought that this one being from Tuscany was really nice with bolder foods. But you're absolutely right about the polyphenol levels in this one. Uh, the, the mercurius. And this guy has, this is a fan, tiny family farm, a brother and sister. They make this. The son's just getting involved. He just finished university. Um, they've been making olive oil for about 10 years. They just got it. They just were ranked the number one producer in Italy for quality olive oil. So very very happy to have a long, deep relationship in history. Now, I know I've explained to your people before how to taste olive oil, but I think we should give a one-minute recap for the new folks. Um, but essentially, olive oil tasters, they taste typically out of a blue cup because the color isn't necessarily an indicator of quality. So we taste in blue cups today just because I'm at home. I'm just going to use a little white cup. And I do admire the color. These are from really early harvest green fruit. So the steps for tasting olive oil, we have about a tablespoon in the bottom of our cup. I put my hand on the bottom of the cup. As you can see, I'm warming the oil. I'm trapping all the aroma of the oil inside the glass. 
And the first step before we taste it is to actually smell it. Because when you smell an olive oil, it tells you all the negative things that happen in production. If it's a perfect olive oil, like these are, you won't find any defects because they're perfect. Uh, most oils are not perfect. This one is certified independently, third-party certified to be defect-free and beautiful 100% certified extra virgin. So we're going to smell. It should be green, grassy. You should smell arugula and basil. And, you know, there, there are 550 olive varieties in Italy alone, and all of them have their own character. So we can't, like, say, oh, it always, some taste like green banana or smell like green banana. Some taste like, or smell like grass. And so anyway, what are you guys smelling in this one? Okay, I'm, I'm smelling uh, the, um, the, 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 the merc, merc, how, how do you say it? Curious. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm smelling. She's smelling the Tuscany that I think we might be using in the recipe. So, yes. however, which one am I drinking? This one? Yeah, this one. So, this one is actually more green. It is, this but he's is saying green. ignore the color. Right. That's probably why, right? So, mine smells more grassy. I smelled hers. I, I would say this smells um, like uh, wheatgrass. Wheatgrass, yes, that's a great descriptor. I always use wheatgrass because from the smell smell. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like if you smelled store-bought olive oil, most likely you're, you're going to not smell much. You're going to smell something that's like rancid or like musty or moldy or kind of rotten. Uh, when you have it up against a, it's like the difference between dried herbs and fresh herbs. Fresh pressed olive oil is just like fresh herbs. Absolutely. It's got a lot of aroma and antioxidants just the way fresh herbs do. So smell test is number one. And then number two, we're gonna take about a, a um, teaspoon of the tablespoon we have in our cup. We're gonna take about a teaspoon and put on our palate and we're gonna chew a little bit. Like wine. So we're gonna chew it a little bit. You gotta be careful not to suck some too much air because it can you know, get you in the back of the throat, especially if you're doing <laughs> this. Um, mm. So you wanna taste it. The two things you're looking for, here they are, bitterness and spiciness. Bitterness tells you it's from very green fruit. Um, the bitterness is from early harvest. Oh, excuse me. Uh, early harvest, that's so good. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's the oleocanthal that's burning my throat in a pleasant way. It's really warming. And that's the same compound as in ibuprofen. So it has the same anti-inflammatory properties that ibuprofen does without the horrible side effects on the liver, which is spectacular. So bitterness and spiciness. And like you said, Dr. Papa, some oils can be a one cough oil, a two cough oil, or a three cough oil, depending on their polyphenol content and how they land on your palate. So this one, you know, it, it had a spice. It went in and I um, didn't hit the spice. It was delayed. So, Delay, yes, yes, and that's, that's pretty. That's pretty normal. Um, it really depends on how the polyphenols are in there, and you know, I unfortunately I'm not you know a scientist, but I do recognize different olive varieties. Like some are very much like Szechuan peppercorns. I don't know if you've had those where they leave your mouth a little tingly and others and really hit your tongue. And then some really hit the back of your throat. There was a scientist who studied ibuprofen who was traveling in Sicily 
and I had my fresh olive oil experience and epiphany in Sicily too. But he, he tasted fresh oil in Sicily and he took some fresh oil back to his lab in Pennsylvania actually. Um, and, he, and he discovered this compound and named this compound for the, um, the same properties as, as ibuprofen. So re really cool. But yeah, here's the one you were talking about. Oh yeah, and that's much more almondy. Like it, it definitely has like green almonds and kiwi, the one you were talking about. Very grassy. This one's mine. Not that one. Mm -hmm. You know, really you can't make a wrong decision here. Like any olive oil you use that's fresh pressed, super high quality, high antioxidant oil is just gonna be incredible. I mean I oh, think so you were the person deciding which one to use in the, the recipe. I didn't even realize that until now. Now, Marilee's, uh, this one, the Tuscany, that's the one she's tasting. Yeah, way more oil. buttery to me, way it's, more buttery. And, and then, then, then a spicy finish. I, I, I didn't taste the spice as much as a warmth. The yeah. warmth came later, and it was, it was very oily, buttery, Butter. which is actually my favorite. I'm okay. absolutely drawn to oils that have a smooth, heavy butter yeah well that's from that's from olives that have been left to ripen on the tree so and that's really what we're accustomed to right as americans we've never really tasted fresh oil before like we know what fresh pressed apple cider tastes like and we know if we go to a cider press in the fall at least in the northeast where i live um if you go to a cidery and you get fresh pressed apple cider versus you know canned orange juice or canned apple juice you see a world of difference right so um when you press uh, olives that are riper they have more olive oil inside but they have less spi spiciness and less bitterness i will say that a lot of this goes away when it's in food right so we're talking about this in a context of tasting it straight which not everyone does that. Just it's crazy people like us, Dr. <laughs> so a lot of that goes away when you put it in food. So please don't be intimidated that these are, you know, overly spicy or something like that. It's something you'll get used to rather quickly. Um, yeah. And yes, I've had some salads and, you know, midway through the bowl, I'm like, Ooh, that's a little spicy salad. It's coming from the olive oil. And I know that the, 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 the God-given delivery system of healthy fats and 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 how so, Dr. Pampa, you explain to me how if we eat um, healthy greens or other vitamins and nutrients along with healthy fats, it actually helps like better delivery to the cell membrane. Can you explain yeah. that one more time? Yeah, no, exactly. I, it helps deliver the nutrient because you know, look, these fats love the membranes and they help literally carry the nutrients in into the membrane. So um, you can use fats as a delivery system, even in the gut, as well as into the cell. So think of your gut in the cell as these membranes that require literally, you know, fats in so many important ways. Something I remember that you taught me last time is merely I was getting her to taste mine and she said, oh, I need water. I was thinking, ah, oh, green apple, because in between oils, right? Am I right I on that? It, it does. It does help. If you're tasting a lot of olive oil, it definitely can help. And, you know, I know we've gone down the rabbit hole of a lot of oil tasting and I, you know, and I'm happy to continue down that, but I really want to show people this vinaigrette because yeah, I yeah, think sure. that, Let, let's do this, that. This um, vinaigrette. I, just you to know, recap, the, the first yeah. one, 
um, the salivator or whatever, the mild one. Yes. Definitely more, more fruity. And yes. um, so I, I don't know which one. Which one do we so, use? Okay, so we were talking about that, right? So basically, when you use heavier greens, let's say romaine type of greens, I would probably go with a little spicier, heavier oil because it's kind of like pasta, right? When you pair pasta with sauce, you never put a little delicate, tiny pasta with this big, robust puttanesca sauce. Like they, you got to pair your pasta the same way with sauce. You got to think about the sauce before you boil the pasta because they have to match. Um, and the same with olive oil. If I'm going to make a, a nice salad, let's say I'm eating some citrus this time of year and I want to use some citrus and fennel, um, I might want to use this uh, Sicilian olive oil. And the reason why is because it's, it is quite fruity. It does have a lot of aroma, but it's also a little more delicate. So if I'm using delicate items, delicate greens, like as a spring mix, something like that, I might use a more delicate oil. So it really just depends on what you're pairing it with. And I really don't think you can make a mistake, honestly. So uh, don't, don't feel pressured. <laughs> for the salad tonight. That's up to you. <laughs> I think we what should use that. I'm sorry. What are you going to have with the salad? Steak. Steak. Oh, oh, really? You could go either one. You could go Tuscan or you could go with uh, Claudio. I, I would go with one of those just because, I mean, this well, is uh, the, the Tuscan one has Prunetti on the label, the P. And this, um, you know, the classic steak is Bistecca Florentina. It's a big porterhouse cooked over charcoal and in, in charcoal wood fire in Tuscany. When it, when it comes off, they drizzle it with this oil. So this one. So this we'll one. use this one because he enjoys dumping this one in his mouth. Yes. So we use no, this one. I'm, I'm all with you. So basically, there's a, to, to build a vinaigrette, you need a couple things. One, you got to have a good, healthy fat. I mean, obviously fresh pressed olive oil doesn't get, like it already starts having tons of flavor with one ingredient. So I always like fresh pressed olive oil. Two, you need to think about the acid. So let's discuss acids. Something very simple, just some lemon juice. If you guys wanna start uh, cutting a lemon in half and squeezing, like I don't know, half in the bowl. I don't know how big a salad we're making here, but the the vinegars to to, to go down the vinegar. Uh, so we talked about oil. Let's talk a little bit about vinegar. And I don't, I'm not in the vinegar business, um, and but I am particular about vinegars. I like real vinegars. And when I say real vinegars, I want to make sure I see a mother in the bottom of the bottle. So like you guys may use Bragg's or this is like maybe the Whole Foods, but you want to look for raw vinegars, uh, raw vinegars, because they have health promoting properties in the vinegar. So that's, that's very important. Um, there's like barrel aged vinegars, definitely want to look for something like that. So acid, you could go lemon if that's handy, or you could go uh, vinegar. Now, myself, I like to do it for my all purpose, the only vinaigrette recipe you'll ever need. I like plain old lemon juice. Nice, simple, fresh. Uh, you know, I, didn't, didn't you tell me, uh, Dr. Pompa, that lemon is really good for detoxing? It is. Yeah, no, it absolutely helps the detox pathway. So we're going with lemon as well. Yeah, and vinegar has good qualities too. Yeah, so yeah, the, 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 um, the lemon, so the basic ratio for any vinaigrette is you want uh, approximately one third vinegar and two thirds olive oil. 
depending on how acidic things are. So I start in the bottom of the bowl with uh, some, just some lemon juice, just very simply some lemon juice. Nice, fresh, clean, you know, uh, I know you had a zester there in the background too. I'm gonna be using a little bit of zest, so maybe keep some of that for zesting. Um, but in the bottom of the bowl, I have some lemon juice. I don't see you guys too well, but I, I can kind of see your hands there. You're, you're getting organized, cool. Yeah, we're, right, we're, so we're, we're squeezing lemons. We're squeezing lemons in my, uh, oh. my daughter taught how to get the juice out of it better. So doing oh, what she I, you, you, did the, you did the roll technique where you roll it yeah, a little I bit. took a fork and with oh, the fork, fork yeah. I had to roll it like this in the fork and so anyways, it. it worked. And I like to so, pulp, so I use knife. <laughs> yeah, me too. And you know what we do, Dr. Pompa, Megan, my wife, who's an amazing cook, she actually keeps a lemon in a whole lemon, just like this, in a Ziploc bag in the freezer. And what she does, sometimes depending on what we're eating, she'll take the whole lemon out of the freezer and take the microplane and zest it over the chicken or the salad or, or fish because the, the, um, the bitterness in the rind, there's a million health properties in the rind. And if you, you yeah. can literally get the whole thing frozen and just throw it back in the fridge. So microplane grater, if you don't need one of those, uh, that's a, that's a, a kitchen arsenal weapon that you, that you need to own. I think you guys have one, right? You have a microplane tester. What is it? Yeah. What? I think did I see a zester there? A microplane little grater? Oh, yes. yes. Just a there you go. There you go. Perfect. So that's kind of like what that's we use. Okay. We got our lemon juice. We're going to put in some lemon zest. I see you're already zesting. We're going to put yep, that in our, in our lemon, in our lemon oh, juice. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. You're not aiming for perfection here. You can kind of wing this and make it your own. It's great. Yeah. The next addition is a little bit of garlic. You can use a garlic press. You can use fresh chopped garlic. Um, did you know that if, it, ideally, if you're gonna use fresh garlic, guys, that you need to chop it and let it sit in a bowl for 15 minutes prior to using it? I don't know. It makes it more bioavailable. And more healthy for you. I'll send you the link. Really I always get the tips, man. I get the tips. <laughs> well, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We're all you're always educating me. I'm always trying to give you some nuggets too. So yeah, about 15 minutes if possible. Um, there, there's a compound in there that kind of breaks it down uh, that naturally and makes it more bioavailable and helpful for you, health promoting. So, uh, are we looking for the uh, garlic press? I was looking for the press, but I'm going to let it sit anyway. I'll, I will add it. Yeah, that's fine. You can also use your microplane too, but you, that could be dangerous. So just be, uh, yeah, no need to get, no need to go I don't there. want to go there. In my bowl with the lemon juice and the lemon zest, I'm going to add the garlic. That's very simple. Garlic in. I'm going to add some high quality salt. You can add whatever kind of salt you like, got high quality salt, none of that low quality stuff. And then fresh ground, fresh ground black pepper. I actually like quite a bit of black pepper. Me too. And black pepper is another one of those um, like really good uh, 
enhancers. Like it, it definitely makes things more bioavailable, uh, black pepper. I know I right. think some of the supplements that I've got from you, Dr. Pompa, actually maybe have black pepper in them. Yeah, that, that's right. Exactly. We, we use that for absorption of nutrients. Yeah, so it's really cool. So, you know, you could think of this as like, you know, uh, a prescription in a bowl. Basically, you have a little health prescription here in a bowl. So um, I've got that little slurry going now. And then once that's in there, we can make some decisions. Like you can get more, um, you can go different directions. And I've not added the oil just yet. And, and Marilee, one, one thing that we do is you, you could actually make a vinaigrette base like this and, and place it in a jar in the fridge and then take out a little bit of this and just add some fresh oil to it for, oh. for like light meal for one or something like that. You can make a base ahead of time and, and place it in a, in a ball jar. Yep, it's kind of like whenever I occasionally buy a dressing and there's so much stuff in it that when the oil's gone, I will dump my own olive oil into it and mix Smart. it up again. Same, same thing. So there's a, couple, there's a couple additions that I like to add. They're not in the basic recipe, which we'll share the basic recipe, but the basic recipe is there as is pretty much what we've made minus the olive oil. But there's a couple things I like to add. Um, one is a little Dijon mustard. And mm. Dijon mustard acts as an emulsifier in the vinaigrette. So, and also a lot of flavor. Um, and, and mustard, of course, is very good. You can use a whole grain mustard. You can use like a kind of grape upon style, uh, or you can use it Dijon. Like, you know, you could use any mustard. I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of French's on a hot dog or hamburger, but not really in my vinaigrette. So usually for my vinaigrette, I stick more to a European style mustard. What do you got, Marilyn? I'm Polish. I'm Polish, spicy brown. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Now, not too much, because it can be a little overpowering, but just a little bit, maybe like half a teaspoon, you know, just a little, to give it a little binder and a little flavor. I like that mustard and lemon together are just a really beautiful combo. I'm going to do the same on my side so I can kind of taste what you guys are doing. Now, if I were making this for breakfast and I were going to put a fried egg on top, because I love a breakfast salad, like mid-morning breakfast salad, mixed greens, use this vinaigrette. If I were eating sugar at the time, I could add a little maple syrup and then dress my greens and put it in my vinaigrette and then put my fried egg on top and maybe some bacon makes it for a really nice brunch dish. You could also add, if you were eating sugar, you could also add a little bit of honey because honey again works with the mustard to act as an emulsifier, all natural emulsifier. And of course, you know, honey has healing properties as well. It's also a highly adulterated food, one of the most highly adulterated foods. So be really careful on where you get your honey, get it from your green market. We just, actually, my, my son just like today in, in the mail came yeah. this. Yeah. And I we mean, were like, who ordered this? So <laughs> I want to see There's it. only one guest in our house. I, I was like, how did you choose this? This, this is a honeycomb <laughs> my son orders. Oh, oh my God. I'm choosing. He's like, you know, the quality. It was like all about the quality. I mean, look at that. Talk about fresh. $50. Right? <laughs> no, that's beautiful. So, yes, I like a little honey. 
Um, you, again, you don't have to, you can totally make this, make this your own. Um, but I, the next step is after you have all the kind of mix-ins you want, whether it's mustard, you could add some fresh herbs. I've got a little fresh dill here. I could plop in mm. there. I've got a little, um, notice I got a little parsley here and thyme. I could do really anything I want, but I just have a nice little vinaigrette base here that's just layered with flavor. And then the last step is I've got my fresh pressed olive oil and I, I kind of look down in my bowl and say, okay, I see approximately what a third, uh, yeah. a third of the acid looks like. I'm gonna add, you know, while whisking kind of slowly, not too slowly, because I'm not, I'm not trying to make a, a, like a ranch dressing here. I'm trying to make a light, lacy, you know, really fresh, helpful vinaigrette. That's what I'm saying. She's telling me, I'm trying to figure out how much oil we'll put in. She's like, he said, don't measure. So embarrassingly, <laughs> I set it down, but I'm like, I still don't measure. Don't, don't measure. measure. No. Okay. So <laughs> it, it, approximately <laughs> one. So I have to, that's what I want to help with. Um, yeah, so you, know, you can tell who's the scientist here and who's the artist, right? When in culinary school, there's two right? right? there, there's the there's the chefs and they're the artists, and there's the pastry chefs that are really the scientists. They want to measure everything, and you can tell which uh, type of culinary school I went to. But so yes, I've got about two thirds worth of vinegar. And then we're just gonna kind of whisk it around. Okay. So I've got the one third vinegar, two thirds olive oil. I'm gonna whisk it around. And then the next step is to um, take a spoon. I just have a little spatula here. And take a taste. And you're like, nope, that's a little tart. Well, all you gotta do is... Have you, you guys wanna taste it and see what we need to add? Do you think it needs honey? Do you think it needs more oil? If it's too acidic, you can add more oil. It needs more salt. More salt, salt and, and more oil. And, and, and I think a little more pepper. A little more pepper, yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. So lighter oil like for lighter salads. Um, really, this, this all-purpose vinaigrette, as I was telling you, you could use this, you keep it in a ball jar in your fridge, make it every couple days. You, you, you can use this as a marinade on meat, you can, uh, whether it's shrimp or chicken or fish, you can, when, when proteins are finished cooking, you can put a, just a little spoonful of this over top before you serve it. It gives you great acid, saltiness, bitterness and it's just it everything's so flavorful it's, it's clean flavorful. it's very clean and also i think when it's on the salad it's going to enhance the flavor of the salad so i, I don't think any of us are just going to taste a dressing and say oh that's good we that's, want to taste it as a compliment yeah, and bring out the flavor of the food right it's exactly as you're explaining olive oil exactly and really you you want to use a big bowl merrily and you want to dress it not too heavily at first because you, you want to put a little dressing and toss it around in the bowl with, with right. some toms or, you know, however you like to cook. Um, and then give it like one or two minutes to kind of see what happens. Because sometimes yeah. uh, you know, water comes off the greens and it could get soggy. You don't want that, right? So just be, um, you know, and taste it. Don't be afraid. I find home cooks for whatever reason, they don't like to taste when they're cooking. They like wait to the end, they sit down at the table and they taste something like, oh, that really needs more salt. 
Well, that should have been discovered in the kitchen. So that's it part also of the, the garlic. Yeah. The garlic. The garlic. Is yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that for sure. <laughs> Actually, I, you know, yeah, for me, I mean, that, that, that's basically the, I mean, that is the only vinaigrette recipe you ever need. Lemon juice, fresh pressed olive oil, salt, pepper, garlic. I like a little lemon zest. We talk about the health promoting properties and lemon zest, really cheap, you know, health hack and flavor hack. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's fantastic. So <laughs> I appreciate it, you guys I, letting me in your kitchen. It's so fresh. It's really fresh tasting. Yeah, no, it is. And when you understand the, the properties of the oil and of using a really good oil, you're not just applying a condiment, you're applying a, a nutrient. And I think that's yes. what, in fact, I, we were, we, this happens all the time, but everywhere we go, I just to cut to the chase, Nazi, literally. <laughs> I say I'm allergic to canola and vegetable oil. And I'm fine yes. with butter and olive oil just to add that because people often don't understand yeah. They don't know the difference. And the, the reason she says allergy is because they take it very serious. Right. Yeah. And it's, but it's such yeah. a big deal because you literally you cause cellular <laughs> you, you literally cause cellular disruption for a hundred and how many days? Yeah, well, over three months. The scientists yeah, thirty-two days of dysfunction because those bad oils make them in membranes. And we discuss this on other shows. But that's yeah. why I would, you know, sooner have some sugar as an exception as opposed to oil because it lasts creates dysfunction for a long time and so we're very serious about our oils and by the way dressings are notorious for always having bad oil even when they have olive oil there's other yes. bad oils for whatever reason that are in the dressing and by even the, even in health food stores and i say it all the time i'm ordering and i say and that includes your dressing so if it's cut with another oil just bring me straight olive oil and and or balsamic yeah. but I, I mean i always cover that as well and i ask about the things that are sous vide in advance i mean it's a big deal yeah. and so this is so fresh it tastes so good and to know that you're nourishing yourself with just the quality of antioxidants and obviously the amazing power of those polyphenols like Man. thank you so much tj really pleasure and you know thank you for helping you know teach the world about this amazing product you know these small family farmers around the world they don't have access to the american market we fly it in by jet it's it was picked in november it was flown in and served to my club members in mid-december um, they're going wild over it i mean it's just a really beautiful product and it's being treated with the love and the care and the respect that the farmer wants wants it to have so i just i appreciate you getting the word out anyone that wants to try a bottle because i'm a, i'm a chef and i think the proof's in the pudding we can talk about it all day but i want you to actually get a couple tasting cups in your kitchen at home. I want you to get a bottle of olive oil for a buck. Don't try to look for this deal on our website because it's not there. You got to go to pampaoliveoil.com uh, for a buck. You get a full-size bottle for a buck. And I want you to do your own at-home taste test, right? I want you to smell and taste both side by side versus what's in your pantry. And you're going to be blown away at what these, you know, beautiful characters around the world, these families, 
you get a pressing report to read all about the oil, the tasting notes, what olive varieties it was made from. So I think it's a, you know, really nice, easy upgrade. It's not like you have to hit the gym for an extra three hours a week. You can just drizzle, you know, your food with wonderful fresh olive oil. When you set your table, put the olive oil on the table. When you put the salt and pepper on the table, put your bottle of olive oil out there. Simply steam green beans, broccoli, anything. Little salt, little good salt, and a little olive oil. And you're going to be in heaven. Like, it's just a, a beautiful... You know, beautiful one of the things I, I want to, you know, we didn't really touch on, we have in last shows, and I'll have Ashley put the other shows that we did, uh, you know, underneath the links. But we didn't touch on the difference of the first pressed olive oil and why you can't find it at a Whole Foods or a health food store. It's because these families keep the first press for themselves. You can't touch the level of 500 plus polyphenols in an olive oil no. buying off the shelf. We should have made that point early on, but that's why you do this. That's why you're traveling around the world. And you have to get first pressed olive oil. If we're going to have some in our pantry year round, you have to get it from different parts of the world, you know, which is something Justin Pash says right. as well. The, those polyphenols that we're such fans of, they deplete by 50% in the first six months after that's pressing. Right. So that's why we race them by jet, whether it's from Chile, the immigrants, they stitched in, the, in their clothing cuttings from their, or their family back in Italy when they boarded the boat to Chile, uh, or the Spanish immigrants who were, uh, you know, going to the new world. They stitched in their clothing uh, olive trees, and when they got off the boat, they started planting them because it's the opposite climate of the Mediterranean. Uh, so it's very similar uh, down in Chile and Australia, uh, but it's the opposite season. So we go there in our yeah. summer, our northern hemisphere, to get fresh oil because it's only harvested once a year in fall. In the Mediterranean, it's it's typically in Italy around October, November. Um, but in, in the southern hemisphere, it's like May, June, July. The, those are the, the main months uh, in the southern hemisphere. So, yeah, the club members, they get really spoiled for the good stuff. And it's really hard, as you guys know, to go back to, uh, to what's out there available in the U.S. market. Well, we're, we're I, fans. I have a question. Yes. I guess this is for Dr. Pompa. Um, so the concept of eating fat to... Um, purge fat, right? If you eat fat, you lose fat. Well, you, you teach your body to utilize right. fat for so energy. That with, way when you're not eating, you're burning your own. But so would this quality of fat make it that much more powerful for your metabolism to kick in with the better quality fat? Well, yeah, because your, your body wants to burn this fat. And obviously when you downregulate inflammation, by the way, olive oil, it's not like the monosaturates are, you know, part of the cell membrane, but what they do is they downregulate the inflammation of the cell membrane. And the mm -hmm. inflammation of the cell membrane is really what stops people from becoming an efficient, a, a, an efficient fat burner. So ingesting this does make that difference. And it's more bioavailable, right? Because it's so pure. Right. So it, your body's going to use it. Well, your body can burn it, whereas uh, things like hydrogenated oils, you can't burn them with a torch, let alone your body's own metabolism. But I have a question for Marilee. Why, why was this here? <laughs> Seriously, why is that here? She brought that out. The, the, is it, yes, she brought that out the, to hit me in case I said a story about okay. years ago. You guys, you guys are the are the most fun couple ever. Like I, I appreciate being in your kitchen. It means a lot, and I can't wait till. 
I'm, I'm back on the road again, and you guys can join me somewhere in the world. I'd love to have you be with some of these families. You guys would have such a great time. So we fall, go. Let, let's go. Let, let's get it on the calendar for this let's fall. I want, you, I want you guys in. We're going to meet in Sicily, Abruzzo. We're going to meet in Tuscany. Like, I want you guys to actually taste at the well, mill. We, what, we yeah. have a vineyard in Sicily that oh. we really want to go to, yeah. uh, the Golfi Vineyard. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, cool. So anyway, we'll- I love we'll it. Well, we'll, and I'll go with you on that one, okay? <laughs> twist my arm, I'll go with you on that one. And you guys- yeah, Us too, twist my arm. I wanna, I wanna experience what you know about the olive oils. But um, the olive oil club, I, I do wanna point out the whole point of it is, so we always have first harvest olive oil in our pantry. And that's the point of your club and you do it for us. So thank you for that. And uh, thank you for making it so easy for us to get it. So yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys so Thanks. much. Check out Olive Oil, learn all about it. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. And happy new year. You got it. Ciao. Well, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, which was brought to you by Fastonic Molecular Hydrogen. Please check it out at getfastonic.com. We'll be back next week and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. We truly appreciate your support. You can always find us at CellularHealing.tv. And please remember to spread the love by liking, subscribing, giving an iTunes review, or sharing the show with anyone who may benefit from the information heard here. And as always, thanks for listening.